License 26099E. SmartSense, brought to you by Smart Air Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save up to $3,400 on a new comfort system. Whether your furnace is no longer working like it used to, or you want to get ahead of the summer heat, it's time to call the expert heating and cooling technicians at Smart Air. Call now and take advantage of this smart offer from Smart Air. Call 512-600-4311. That's 512-600-4311. Or visit SmartAirAustin.com. They're live, local, and talking about the stories that matter to you. Share your opinions with Mark and Melinda at 512-836-0590. Now, here are Mark and Melinda. Great to have you with us at 403. Tiger is here producing. He just flew in from Bangkok. Tiger? Yeah. I just saw pictures during the break on Facebook. Man, what a fantastic trip our man Tiger had. Yeah, nice couple of weeks off, refresh. He's yes. ready to go, he says. Yeah. <laughs> Not much jet lag. <laughs> we'll, I would imagine we'll know it. at 4.15 when we hear it. He said 20 hours oh, total man. getting back. Yeah. Gavin Newsom met him at the airport. <laughs> and said, would you tell them, quit talking about my state? <laughs> yes. Well, it's good to have you back, Tiger. Axios News says President Biden's team is viewing the State of the Union speech as the big one. This is how they're going to completely reset the public's opinion about President Biden. They're going all in, spending hours on everything from what he's going to say to his physical training to get ready to exploit the prime time moment. Okay, a couple of things. One, no one's questioning his physical abilities. Um, the The questions have been mentally, can he communicate what he needs to communicate without going who knows where. It doesn't matter sometimes even when he has that teleprompter in front of him, he likes to go out on his own to right, make it sound right. like uh, this is me talking. So that's where it needs to be. And then two, this is assuming that everybody cannot wait to hear the State of the Union address. And I just don't think that's the case. I think in years, decades past, and I'm going to speak for myself being of not the age of a lot of decades past, I don't know that the president addressing the nation in a State of the Union address is a must-tune-in TV thing that occurs now. Mel. Let me just say this, and I hate to have to say it. It is must-see TV to see where the train wreck is with Joe. If he has an unbelievable gaffe, if he starts slurring his words, which he's been doing, and I can just picture this, this because every president, I guess since Reagan started it, they have visitors in the gallery. There's my friend so-and-so, so-and-so who survived this. There, And, and that's where it's going to come when he when he gets off the cuff, when his eyes leave that teleprompter. That, yeah, I think but they're not going to tune in to watch it. They're going to go to their social mm. media and no, they're going to see right. the little 10-second, 20-second yeah, clip if, right. if, they're, if they're interested at all. But they're, they're, I think they'll be interested to see how his mental capacity is. It's going to be late at night, too. It starts at usually 9 o'clock. Eastern time, so. Biden sources tell Axios, watch out. Two weeks before the State of the Union, they're considering having Biden take a very bold move and announce an executive order that would dramatically cut down on the record flow of illegal aliens across the southern U.S. border, and that would allow President Biden 
on his State of the Union speech to say he took action to secure the border while the Republicans are just talking. Again, I don't, I, I absolutely believe that's what is going to happen. And they're doing that thinking, okay, you people out there that aren't paying attention or that we're way smarter than, yeah. uh, you're not going to remember that for the last three years we've been telling you the president can't do this by himself. He needs Congress. And we, day one, told him to act, and they haven't acted, and this is what happens because they won't listen to us. But now we're going to believe that somehow... In the last couple of weeks, he found the authority okay. that he can do this and cut it off. It, it's really, I'm, I'm really tired of them thinking that we are dumb. And that's exactly what they do. But there are going to be a lot of people out there, Mel, who remember that it was a Republican, a bipartisan crafted bill that the, that the Republicans suddenly changed their mind about. And I didn't think it was a very crafted bill no, with no, 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 allowing no, the four that, or five thousand but you're gonna have people saying there he's exactly right he's taking action people who are not who have not followed this closely for three and a half years not correct to say that republicans suddenly changed their mind yes they did they no they, 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 they did not yes they the did. house republicans put forth a border security bill that's not what the senate went with and most of the senate republicans weren't on board with this nonsense that they came up with so it wasn't a but, just change the, their it, mind it, it, it wasn't, wasn't a security bill i agree period. i agree with that mel but the republicans sat at the table, the Oklahoma senator, Mark, help me out, the Oklahoma... Langford. Okay. Langford was right all, there through the, the 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 months of negotiation. That was not all 50 senators I know, but here's a conservative, there. It was a couple, conservative no. Oklahoman. And, that, and, and they had egg on their face. Again, I didn't like it. I didn't think it was very much security. I didn't think it was very well-crafted. I think they did a poor job. But just that image of and that talking point that the Dems have, look, there was a bipartisan, and they suddenly changed their mind. That's what they're going on. Here are the numbers. You can join the conversation at 512-836-0590. Related to this, Fox reporter Bill Malusian is on the border in California, about an hour outside of San Diego. Here is his update today on what's occurring in that part of California with illegal crossings. The number of Chinese have been absolutely exploding down here in the San Diego sector. And just to put that in perspective for you, take a look at this stunning graphic right here. CBP sources tell us in just the last four and a half months since October, there have been more than 20,000 Chinese nationals encountered at our southern border. Compare that to all of fiscal year 2021 when there were only 450 Chinese encountered. We are up more than 4,000% in Chinese since fiscal year 2021. And it's not just Chinese nationals out here. Colleague Griff Jenkins ran into a group of men from Syria yesterday. Take a listen. Where are you from? From Syria. Syria? English? So, so. Why are you coming to the U.S.? Why come? Because we, uh, we love America and uh, we need uh, a nice style, a nice life. Yeah, coming uh, for jobs? Yeah, a nice job, a nice, uh, because uh, our country uh, uh, very wears. And those men from Syria are what's called special interest aliens, according to DHS. That is because they are coming from what's called a special interest country. Syria is a state sponsor of terror, so those Syrian men uh, are supposed to undergo much more serious vetting once they are processed by federal authorities. But are they, is the question. And yeah. I'm going to put out there, 
not likely. No. Uh, based on the reporting we've heard in the past couple of months, it just is not happening. What do you make of that? I, I, it's 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 scary because we don't know, and especially from Syria, we don't know, are they agents of Assad? Are they the bad guys? There's a lot of questions out there. But just the raw numbers, the increase in the Chinese, uh, 20,000 more since October. It's it's crazy. It and is crazy. And most of them are men. They're, you're not talking about families. No, they're men. That are coming. Yeah. You're talking about single men that are showing up at the border. Uh, let's go to Raymond at 411, Mark, Melinda, and Ed. Raymond, good afternoon. Welcome. Thank you. I remember when Biden first got into office, the first thing he did was reverse everything that Trump did and open them borders. Yes, that's correct. And that that's what most of the people are going to remember that have been paying attention. I, I think you're right, Raymond. In fact, he campaigned on it. He pledged mm-hmm. that he would do it. He said he wanted a surge of migrants, and he got it, he got it on day one. 512-836-0590. You can call, you can text to join the conversation. John is with us at 411. John, good afternoon. How are you, sir? Good afternoon. Doing good. Listen, I enjoy the discussion. And uh, the last call is exactly right. That's what the thinking people are going to remember. And the key uh, fact to remember, Ed, uh, who I think jumped the track, that sweet young lady sitting next to him is right. They're going to remember the 12 million that have come across illegally and not be too hung up over the semantics that the so-called Republican Senate proposal did. If they want to do it, let's go with the Republican Congress uh, proposal. My point point is, John, that's what they're trying to sell. What you say is exactly right, because you've got to remember what's gone on the last three and a half years, and you shouldn't say, oh, look, see, see, they tried it, and the Republicans... Uh, reneged on their deal. That's that's a total that that's a fallacy. If you think the Republicans are not doing anything on the border, I I agree with that. Now the other thing I would say is we can have a good debate on how many of the Americans are thinking or even clued in right now, and that is a that is a big concern. John, thank you, sir. You have a good one. Get in here and add your thoughts to the discussion. Five one two eight three six zero five ninety. Mark, Melinda, and Ed. And now back to the Mark and Melinda Show. Join the conversation at 512-836-0590. There's a brand new poll out today from the University of Texas Political Polling Project. They sampled the attitudes of Texans from all the parties, Democrat, Republican, Independent. Here's one thing that really strikes me. 58% of Texans overall want illegal aliens deported immediately. That's a finding in this new statewide polling among registered voters. And that says to me they know the percentage that actually have a valid asylum claim. And so they're just saying deport them all because the percentage is so low of those that actually have a a valid claim. Does it surprise you that it's at 58 percent? No, I, I, and I'm sorry, that came out kind of mean. No, it doesn't no, surprise you, me. You sounded just fine. <laughs> um, we want the passion. <laughs> I think that, again, love it or hate it, this shipping of those that are coming across illegally to other places in the nation has increased the awareness 
And I think that's why you're getting the majority of people now saying that. And we have that new law uh, taking effect in a few days in March that allows Texas law enforcement to arrest people who've crossed the border illegally. Listen to some of these numbers. 60% support making it a state crime for undocumented immigrants to be in the state. 57% support using the buoys and the barbed wire. 55% support paying to bus the illegal aliens out of Texas to other states. It is, and it's crossing party lines, too. And not as many Democrats as Republicans, but Democrats, those who are registered Democrats, are coming around, making it harder for, for, for migrants to come to this to come to this state. And come Why do you country. think that's occurring, Ed? Well, because of just the raw numbers. Three-quarters of Republicans, 71%, nearly half of Democratic voters, 48% want to make it harder for migrants fleeing violence in their home country to seek asylum. So, No, I was asking you, why do you think these Democrats are now adopting a tougher stance on illegal immigration? Because of the the two things, the numbers, raw numbers of people coming over, and two, the violence, the fentanyl, and what some of them bring, not all of them bring, but with a cartel-driven with what they bring to this country. And with fentanyl being the leading killer of people between 18 and 45 now. So I think people are really getting the message. This is in a dire situation. Big uh, percentages also are backing things like building more barriers and walls, keeping the Texas Guard down there on the border. It's way over 50% or 60% on all of these questions. And that's lumping all the voters together. And it should be that way, that you have the barriers there, that the only way to get in is that you have to go to a port of entry and then you can immediately get that decision of yes we think you have a valid claim or no you don't so we're not even going to allow you in greg is calling from caldwell at 420 mark melinda and ed greg good afternoon how are you sir good afternoon always enjoy your show thank you welcome greg curious about what kind of questions or paperwork are involved when you have immigrants trying to cross from countries such as China, for example. I mean, there's no way that they're going to be able to verify any background information. And if it happens to be someone that China wanted to get into the U.S., then naturally the communist Chinese could make their background look however they'd like it to look. No, that's a, a great point there. And about three weeks ago or so on this show, we talked about how Border Patrol agents were saying they had been ordered in the case of Chinese immigrants to reduce the standard questions. They normally ask them, Greg, it was 25 questions, and they were ordered to cut it down to four Uh, and just turn them loose, crank Mm -hmm. them out, because so many were pouring in. Well, and I'm sure that's just just one of, like you mentioned, many of the for the countries where they may come from where there's no way for them to get any kind of verifiable information on their background. I mean, and I'm sure immigrants could, could switch countries. It's going to be hard to say, well, you tried to cross last week, you were a Venezuelan, and now you're going to try to cross as, uh, you know, from Colombia or whatever. I mean, how can they verify that? They can't. They can't verify it. They can't verify it. There's no data center uh, in Ecuador that they can contact and link up. And so, when it comes to the... So, uh, so you were saying... you. There, there was a 25-question form, at least initially or at some point in time? Yes, yes. Greg, uh, because of the suspicion of the Chinese Communist government. Uh, the Border Patrol agents doing interviews were doing 25 questions. 
that's a lot more than people from other countries because our government was so concerned about these Chinese immigrants coming in, but now it's been cut to four questions in the standard process. But but how is this kind of information that you just obtained? I mean, where is that seen? I don't know if a congressman can get a hold of it. You know, it's oh, all they can. It's all just this isn't some little secret hole that we found it in. It's out there if they really wanted to know. Uh, they could find that information. They could be asking the questions. I will say what I say all the time. There is not, in my opinion, a politician up in D.C. that truly wants to fix the border problem. I disagree with wow. that. I think well. there are a lot of people who want to fix it, but they don't have the numbers to fix it. Because we're so polarized. They don't have the numbers because you can get it passed in the, I think it get passed in the House, but it's not going to get passed in the Senate because there are too many Democrats in the Senate. Answer me this. At this time, you had Trump in there for two years that had the numbers on on his side in both the House and in the Senate. Did anything pass? No. You've had Biden in there for two years that had the numbers on the Democrats' side in both the House and the Senate. Did anything pass? No. Democrats don't want to, and during the Trump administration, you really didn't need anything with measurable changes because it was under control. But if you were serious and they were serious about doing something, they would have implemented it at a time when they had the means to do so. Well, it goes back to George Bush tried to do it. It would cross the aisle. They couldn't get it passed. So you, you, I'm sure you're right. There are a lot. But I'm just saying there are some people who really want to get some things done, but they don't have the numbers to get things done. Greg, did you have another point, sir? Well, no, that as far as Melinda was saying, I mean, Trump was taking action. Yes, he took action to stop everybody from coming over. But it kind of stopped. Yeah, I mean, so so all of a sudden it's like, all right, I I guess we can kick the can down the road legislation-wise because the president's doing all kind of executive orders and decrees or whatever to try to stem the flow. But you're, you're right. I mean, honestly, Trump should have done something in the form of legislation. Yes. Greg, have a good afternoon, sir. Thank you very much. 512-836-0590. And I don't know if y'all have seen this reporting that's going on today out of Jacumba, Jacumba, California. California yeah, this is, it's about a, an hour east of San Diego, and it's this big mountain. rocky mountain, yeah. and they're just showing a stream of them crossing there. And so the reporters on the ground said, we found out they're from China, because Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. What? Kyrgyzstan? Is Mm -hmm. that a place? Brazil, Colombia, Ecuador, Africa. These are questions. Why? A big why. And I can tell you from the video that I've seen, I haven't seen women, haven't seen Mm -hmm. children. No families. Mm -hmm. We're just looking at men. And I mean, men that are in that age range of anywhere from probably 20 to about 45, 50 ish. Why? 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 Because they can, because they can, and they're paying the coyotes to get him in certain get him in certain areas. They're not doing it in Texas anymore because of what Greg Abbott's doing. No, I know the why as to they can, mm-hmm. but what's the real reason that they want to be here? Alex is with us from Pflugerville, four twenty five. Welcome, Alex. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm just. Uh... I'm just trying to figure this all this out like the rest of everybody else. <laughs> but uh, just because we live so close to the border. Yes. Somewhat. But I was like, same question as Melinda literally just asked. My question is, so we know a bunch of these people are getting persecuted, right? Like in certain countries, we know that they're they're, they're having a, 
excuse me, a bunch of uh, cartel stuff going on over there, and, and they're kind of getting guerrillas strong-armed out of their country. But that can't be the agenda for for the U.S. Do you all have any earthly idea of what the U.S. is really planning? Like, are they going to use these numbers of people? I mean, obviously for the election part, but yeah. either than that, like, are they going to use them for, like, the workforce? Since I mean, you talk about Elon Musk talks on the Internet how we're, like, lacking on – on bodies that want to work here in the U.S. that are that 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 uh, like I guess back in the day you would have the elderly, the middle, the, you know the 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 the, the, the parents, their parents, their children. So there was like a cycle of living to accommodate our economy. And according to not just him but other uh, analysts are saying that you know there's a gap, there's a big gap there. But. Do y'all know the real reason? Well, Melinda, I think the real Melinda. reason. I think the real reason is Democrats want to swell the voting rolls when they do the census again. They will reflect uh-huh. that, and it will be more Democratic congressmen in certain areas of the country. I think that's number one and number two. And I do think it helps Biden and the Democrats with economic numbers when you have a lot of new workforce coming in, coming in with cheap right. labor. So right. So it's a little bit of everything, and I guess at this point, right, it's a little bit of all of it, and they're playing politics with it, I guess, also. Always. 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 Alex, thanks, sir. You have a great afternoon. Here are the numbers, 512-836-0590. Mark, Melinda, and Ed. And now, back to The Mark and Melinda Show. Join the conversation at 512-836-0590. 432, thank you for joining us. Tiger is here producing. New documents indicate that taxpayers in Massachusetts are now shelling out big bucks to take care of illegal aliens. Massachusetts is a sanctuary state, and they have details in this report in DailyMail.com. Melinda, exactly how much taxpayers are shelling out for these illegal immigrants. It really is astonishing when you look at what they're doing. They say they have 17 contracts totaling $116 million. That's just to house. Um, then, they are, then they're paying for the meals each day, and it looks like they're allotting each person a certain amount per meal yes. that they are providing. Yeah, it's uh, $16 for each breakfast, $17 for each lunch, for dinner. So that is $64 per day per illegal immigrant. And they're now staying in hotels, Ed, because the original shelters are packed. They're bursting at the seams. And now they're being moved into shelters at taxpayer expense. And it's not sustainable. How long can this last till the state goes bankrupt? Because it is flat out not sustainable for communities to do this and this is an entire state who's declared they're a sanctuary state. This is going to be a ginormous tax burden on the good people of Massachusetts because this will be never-ending. Once you start most of these programs, Mark, I believe you will you will continue this. You will continue this. Give, give, give. Well, the governor is citing their right-to-shelter law, which mandates the state provide emergency shelter to families who need it. And so that's their pretext for putting them in hotels and feeding them three square meals a day. Well, and I think it was Massachusetts that I just read about that's also is is on that wagon of if you live in Massachusetts, you need to offer up your home to migrants. Here's yes. a sign up sheet. That's and right. They yes. just recently did that as well. Yes, they did. 
You can weigh in with your thoughts, 512-836-0590. CNN has a story today. The headline reads, The Kremlin has never been richer, Mm. thanks to a U.S. strategic partner. This is a story about how the U.S. thought it was going to impose sanctions on Russia's oil business and choke out the Russian economy. But it has not played out the way President Biden had planned. India, China, and others are buying so much oil from Russia that Russia's federal revenues ballooned to a record $320 billion in 2023, and they're projected to go up even more in 2024. It's the biggest amount of money that has ever flowed into the Treasury in Russia thanks to these sales of oil. Yeah, and some of this said some oil trade between Russia and India is open and direct, but others is not. Uh, this has totally backfired on us to put any type of restrictions because they've just found other markets, and there's a willing market in India and especially in China, too. Well, and it says to me that these other nations that are working with Russia, they don't care that the U.S. No. didn't want that to happen they said okay we see an opportunity here Mm -hmm. ed what are the implications for the war in ukraine uh they got a lot of dough they got money to spend on uh arms they've got money to spend on a lot of things and they're in for the long haul the more money they get what was it 320 billion dollars in federal revenue from oil in 2023 320 billion dollars you can sustain a war for a long long time with that much money Senator Lindsey Graham tells CBS News he thinks we need to get moving on the money for Ukraine, plus money for Israel and Taiwan. I see a pathway forward now for Ukraine, Taiwan, and and, uh, Israel. I see a way to secure our border in a more simple fashion. Let's make Russia a state sponsor of terrorism. All of this can happen in the next 30 days. It would be a game changer for the world. So uh, we'll see what happens. When he says... uh, declare them a state sponsor of terrorism, I'm assuming he means then we could really kick in financial restrictions on Russia that would be having more impact than what has already occurred. But how does that work when you've got all these other nations that just don't care what the U.S. is saying or doing? Well, we control uh, much of the world banking system. And these countries that are declared a state sponsor of terrorism our Treasury Department then can really cut them off in meaningful ways in the world banking mm-hmm. system. Yeah. That must be what he's alluding to. But when you got China, that's okay. I, They have some money. Would they not just fill in the gap? If they can get around uh, what we've done to shut down the banking system flowing to Russia. Uh, let's go to Ryan in Elgin on KLBJ. Hey, Ryan, welcome. How are you doing? All right. How are you? Fine, Ryan. Good afternoon. Yes. I just heard that y'all were talking, I think, in one state, Massachusetts, it's gonna that they spend $61 a day on illegal aliens for food. Yes, sir. And here I'm an American citizen for 75 years, and I'm living on Social Security, and i got to live off $10 a day. Uh, and not fair, is it? Not fair. No. What's wrong? What's wrong with our government? A lot. Where to begin? A lot. Yeah, right. where to begin? That's right. Yeah, they okay, get. Okay, get... I just wanted to make a comment. No, that's uh, you're really getting to the heart of the matter there. Right. You know, they don't care about us. They just want our money, our tax money. 
31 dollars a lot of taxes on property tax yes you do it's 31 dollars per day just for dinner for the illegal immigrants staying in hotels That's what I can, and sometimes i don't even have enough to make eat supper yeah. or dinner what is wrong a lot, Ryan. Oh, Thank yeah. you, sir. You have a good afternoon. Take care. Nikki Haley says she knows how to shut down the border and make it secure. We will defund sanctuary cities once and for all. No more safe havens in America. We'll put 25,000 Border Patrol and ICE agents on the ground and let them do their job. We will go back to the Remain in Mexico policy so that no one even steps foot in the U.S. Do you hear anything there that is persuasive? No, it sounds kind of like... What's already been suggested by her run, her opponent for the Republican nominee. And accomplished. And accomplished. Yes, with tremendous success. <laughs> Did you hear anything new in there, Ed? Nothing really new. Nothing really new at all. I think we've heard it from other candidates, too. I think DeSantis said the same thing before he, he bowed out. But the, as she speaks the truth, remain in Mexico, more border agents down there. Uh, I don't know how you'd the mechanism would defund the sanctuary city. I don't know. I heard her say twenty five thousand border agents. Did it say twenty five thousand border that's agents? That's what we have now. Yeah. Well, I didn't hurt. So I didn't. that's not adding any. Maybe add twenty five thousand more. Did I miss? Did she say add twenty five thousand? I don't remember what she said. But Here, let me play it okay. again and let's see. We will defund sanctuary cities once and for all. No more safe havens in America. We'll put 25,000 Border Patrol and ICE agents on the ground and let them do their job. We will go back to the Remain in Mexico policy so that no one even steps foot in the U.S. We already have 25,000 on the ground. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the let them do their job part that she's saying. Or 25,000 more. Or perhaps it's the all of these cities and states that have said we won't participate with ice that in some way you go no you will <laughs> yes now there is merit in that biden's doj is going after texas because we're trying to protect our border he should also be going after the sanctuary cities that for won't. interfering with ice yes. agents here are the numbers 512-836-0590 join the discussion mark melinda and ed it's 441 at klbj <laughs> And now, back to The Mark and Melinda Show. Join the conversation at 512-836-0590. CBS Austin has a story today about an Australian company that's now setting up headquarters in Austin. They say it is bringing its technology to help school districts respond faster and more effectively in the first few minutes of a crisis in the school. Yeah, I... I would like to know more about this because I it's think anything that is going to help uh, is something that definitely needs to be looked into. This system is something that can easily trigger the the public address system right. in the school to let everybody know, hey, something's going on. But it also would automatically lock the doors. And and that's what I would like to know more about because it says you you put these sensors in and it'll be tied into almost everything like the fire alarm, the smoke detectors. You have these sensors and I guess they're programmed to recognize certain things. And so my question would be if they're saying once that sensor is triggered, you could make the announcement over the air and then the doors would lock automatically doors. Yeah. La- lo- lock. But that's where I have the question if something's inside that triggered the sensor and then you have the automatic door locks, you're essentially locking the thread inside the school, right? That's 
So I would like to know more about that. Are you How locking all the doors? Yeah, I guess you're locking that person inside. Uh, so I would like to know more about that. I, I think it is absolutely imperative that we are continuously looking for ways to help these schools be better prepared uh, to prevent things from happening at the school. So I don't have a problem with them going down this route. I would just, would, I want to know more about it. What do you make of it, Ed? I like anything that will protect the kids more. And I think this is pretty creative and innovative. And if it can have where it recognizes stuff, shots or sounds, and automatically PA system, take cover, take cover quickly and locking the doors, I'm for it. It sounds anyway. like it's it's meant to take kind of the human element, which can delay things mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah, it says the easy PA system is multifunctional. And it can be customized with each school's existing hardware. It taps into surveillance cameras, smoke sensors, sound sensors, and more. 512-836-0590. News 4 in San Antonio says TxDOT wants to hear your opinions on how to improve I-35 between Austin and San Antonio. They're starting a series of meetings where they want to get your input on what can be done to improve... That vital interstate highway linking Austin and San Antonio. You know, I saw a report last night. I think it was on KI. uh, And they had interviewed a woman in San Marcos who's with this group who does not want to expand I-35, who wants no more lanes. And and their idea is they want to explore TxDOT getting involved and having a train from San Antonio to Austin, a train, and allow more bicycles along I-35. And I'm thinking that's what, what do you song, mean allow more bicycles? Allow allow bicycles at all. Allow bicycles. Have Who bicycles. in their right mind goes, I need to get to San Antonio. I'm gonna a, I'm gonna ride a bike, but B, I wanna do it on a right. freeway? It's 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 nonsensical. It's it's part of the group that don't want to expand I thirty five because if you put any more as they they say if you put any more lanes, it's gonna bring more cars and more congestion and we're gonna kill Mother Earth. So um it's, it's the same old story in Austin and parts of Central Texas for people who don't want to expand I-35, which is obvious we must expand I-35. The last time that I, and I didn't go all the way to San Antonio, I went to San Marcos, they're traveling on 35. It looked like the construction, they were already doing some construction. I don't know if they were widening lanes, putting more lanes in. So it looks like there was already something in the works. My advice to you, well, I hate to give you my advice because my advice is do what I do. Take the toll. If you're going to San Antonio, Mm -hmm. just bypass it all. Well, we want to hear your thoughts, particularly if you drive I-35 between Austin and San Antonio on a regular basis or somewhat frequently, 512 Eight three six zero five ninety. Weigh in with your observations. What are you experiencing now? What would help? Uh, about six months ago, there was discussion of adding major elevated portions right down the middle of I thirty five, connecting Austin all the way to San Antonio. Uh, think of the upper deck that we have now in Austin, but think of something much bigger and much much longer running from the Austin area all the way down to San Antonio, an elevated 
section to get down there and cruise down there. I don't have a, a problem with the elevated yeah. section if that's what you want to do. I want to be able to have an exit <laughs> at any and all times <laughs> if I need it. But I think it's interesting that that would be a proposal because aren't we getting rid of the elevated section through we downtown are. Austin? We because are. they didn't, they, it, it's it too was old, something. You know. Worn out is what they say. Old, yeah. It's aged and needs to be brought Does down. Does it age faster than normal, non-elevated streets? As in, I, I know they're constantly doing work on 35, but if you were to do an elevated from Austin to San Antonio, how many years would you be able to get out of that? Mm-hmm. And the... I don't, I don't know. And the train issue is, you know, it sounds good. And this woman said last night on TV, oh, how great it would be sit in a train and relax and get from from Austin to San Antonio. My question is... Would you have time to relax? I don't know. <laughs> Once you get to San Antonio, San Antonio is a far-flung area, just like Austin is. What are you going to do? How are you going to get, get around? around? Yeah. All right. 512-836-0590 to join the discussion. Thehill.com says... Uh, Left-wing groups in Michigan are working hard to convince voters not to vote for Joe Biden in the upcoming Michigan Democratic primary. Rashida Tlaib, one of the members of the squad who is from Michigan, put out a video over the weekend begging Democrats in Michigan, do not vote for Biden in the primary. Mm. We need to send a message to this guy. He's giving too much support to Israel in its battle against the terrorist group Hamas in the Gaza Strip. Yeah, they want them to vote uncommitted, um, which I don't under... Y'all know I'm not a Biden fan. I don't understand this, and I thought it was extremely harsh that they had one of the people that were talking in this article that said, you know, we didn't like the previous president, but he just prevented our families from coming here. Biden's killing them. Uh, I I don't know how this falls on Biden. As we've said many times here, this isn't Biden's call. This is it's Netanyahu yeah, yeah. and Israel's call. Um, for them to lay this at the feet of Biden, there are many things that you could lay at the feet of Biden. This one I just don't agree with. Also related to this, uh, Israel told Hamas yesterday, you have until the beginning of Ramadan, which mm-hmm. is March 10th, to release all of the hostages, or we are coming in to Rafah, uh, the last stronghold of Hamas in southern Gaza. Uh, get ready, because we're coming in yeah. full force. Well, and uh, again, I was reading in Daily Mail, American pushes, still pushes for the ceasefire. They want the ceasefire, the ceasefire, uh, and trying to influence. I think that's part politically, because Biden is trying to convince the people of Michigan, I'm trying, I'm trying to do something. Well, there to, also to was tell a, Netanyahu not to not to to, to tell him to cease cease the action. And th- there was also a story out about how when Israel went into one of those hospitals, that they're finding evidence that Hamas is not even abiding by what was already agreed upon between the two. Medical so care, yeah. You have to wonder how long do you support. I, I mean, to me, it's kind of it's the support of Hamas when you're saying let's call for a ceasefire. Yet it is Hamas that has chosen to use those people in that area to continue this. Yes. Uh, the Israeli Defense Force says that it captured 100 members of Hamas inside a hospital in Rafah over the weekend on a raid. 
100 members. Many of them were dressed up pretending to be doctors mm-hmm. or hospital staff. Yeah, and there's just, it's always, Israel needs to stop, Israel needs to stop. I'm not, where's the same cry for Hamas needs to stop? Release the hostages and, and release then talk. The hostages. Release the hostages and then talk. Representative Jim Clyburn, Democrat, member of Congress from South Carolina, is a Biden ally. He tore into Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu yesterday on CBS. He feels about the way I feel uh, when it comes to Netanyahu. Uh, he is, his leadership has not been good for Israel. Uh, we stand firmly with the people of Israel, but I've always had a real problem with Netanyahu, and that continues to be today. 512-836-0590. The news is next at the top of the hour. Much more to cover right after the news on KLBJ. License 26099E. Smart Sense. Brought to you by Smart Air Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save up to $3,400 on a new comfort system. Whether your furnace is no longer working like it used to, or you want to get ahead of the summer heat, it's time to call the expert heating and cooling technicians at Smart Air. Call now and take advantage of this smart offer from Smart Air. Call 512-600-4311. That's 512-600-4311. Or visit SmartAirAustin.com.